And get off your phones, boys and girls. Uh, it's episode 75 of the Screen Blame Podcast. Jack, how are you today? And Connor. Are you telling episode. us to get yeah, off our phones right. or yeah, well, everyone Jack, else? No, I'm telling you guys to get off your phones and look at me right now as I introduce the podcast. It's yeah. hard to see. You've got a wall of monitors you're yeah, sitting behind. <laughs> yeah, a bit of a desk rearrangement for we you. We should do a studio yeah. tour one day so we can people can see how hard it is to see so your pretty yeah. face at Maybe the moment. Maybe for uh, TikTok. Uh, hey, yeah. Yeah. nice plug. It, it, mm. it is a hard... Like, that's what I'm trying to think. I nearly need to have it like that way or somewhere else. I don't know. This is still hard. my favorite setup. Okay. Like the way this desk is because I can look at you guys, but that's why I've sort of left the two little... should paint a word picture. So we've got in the studio, there's a... Will's got a sort of a desk that yep. sort of comes in the middle of the room, yep. sort of cuts it in half. He sits on one side and looks over... There's a couch against the wall yeah. facing the desk, so he gets to look at us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're on the casting. But his latest mm. edition is... Come on, man. Uh, his latest edition, he's got three monitors now. He's slowly yeah. increased them one by one, and now they're sitting on the desk in between our faces. Yeah. Mm. So it's uh, it's kind of intimidating. I've got a little gap, though, so I can see I can see Actually, both of you. Well played. Right through this. Um, what if I move slightly to the yeah, right? Where are you gone? Yeah, just like that. <gasps> it doesn't work that way. <laughs> no, but I... I I know, I'm a real... Like, how many monitors do you use at work, Connor? Like, uh, two. You're a two, like, just laptop, big monitor? Uh, two just big? two computer monitors. Oh, okay, mm. interesting. Yeah, so I'm just I have the one, actually. Just the one, just the one killer, actually. Um, yeah, I need to have two or three. Like, I'm now... There's too many tabs open. There's too many things. Like, yeah. I like to have things spaced out. I've only got one at home, and I sort of... Every now and then when I work from home, I find I do struggle a little bit because I usually have to like one thing on one window so, yeah. and the other one so I can bounce between them instead of just alt-tabbing all the time. So maybe I need to invest. Mm. Do you want this monitor here that I want to sell? <laughs> this chunky, big... I mean, it's probably about as big as mine is. Yeah. No, I want another monitor. I'm okay, and it, it, no, like, <laughs> I'm really pissed off because I bought... So again, I'll finish monitor chat in <laughs> give me 10 seconds. But I bought this one to my right here. A curved one. Curved monitor. Fancy. Mm. 4K? Uh, uh, no, nah, probably. No, actually, no, I think it is. No, I think it is 4K. Okay. I bought it, Jamie Hi-Fi. It was a sale in COVID time. So it's like they were trying to get rid of stuff. This would have been about this time last year. Jack's looking, Jack's looking at the, the, stat, uh, the product the, code or the whatever. Specs. Yeah. So I bought that. It was 129 so normally 229 $100 off. I should have bought two. Now I think about it because I'm all like symmetry, whereas I've got two here. They're on Jamie Oliver cookbooks at the moment. Uh, <laughs> Clearly, you use those cookbooks a lot. Yeah, yeah. No, actually, I think, is that the vegetarian one, Jack? Or what sort of cookbook? That's Italy. That, he cooks, uh, it's, yeah, oh, Italy. Okay, that yeah. is actually a good book. And that one's just pizza. A yeah. lot of the, I'm detecting a theme here. Yeah. Do you make a lot of Italian food? Yeah, I actually. I'm, oh, you did have a pizza for dinner. I did have a nice little home. <laughs> I had a homemade, uh, like, little nice pizza. I like to have cookbooks. It makes me look sophisticated when people That's come true. over. And mm. you don't use them a lot of the time, but it also adds color like i don't have books like i don't read I'll, i like flicking through a cookbook because yeah. i think that's i find that's easier to find recipes you like yeah. rather than just being hit with a wall of stuff yeah. on the internet which is like god damn it a cookbook you just flick through it you know there's a theme you can you know. and i think they're good coffee table <laughs> books jack when you have your own place soon i i'll, I'll give you a cookbook it's just that's your housewarming, yeah, housewarming gift, gift. Yeah. I'll, but I'll it's coffee. perfect for sitting down when people are just you're sitting at the couch mm. You're waiting, you're having a chat, and maybe you go something. They can just pull that up without having to. Oh, yeah. And then they can say, Jack, yeah. make me this. Yeah, 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 no, no, I'll get some mm. coffee table books for sure. Yeah. Can't wait for yours, though. How about We're a coffee table book of coffee tables? That's um, Kramer did that. Oh. Uh, see Seinfeld. Did you, do you watch Seinfeld? No, that's it's actually, on Netflix. I should get. No, that is a thing about he makes a coffee table book about coffee tables, and then that folds out to be its own coffee table. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's it. That's is, good. good. You're about thirty years too late. I know. Uh, Everyone else I know is into Seinfeld, and yeah. they just quote it, and I just don't know. It just goes over my head. I know yeah. the soup guy. He's like, you don't get any <laughs> soup. Yeah. No soup. You don't get you. any soup. Classic soup man. Yeah. Soup Nazi. Uh, no, well, that's inappropriate. That's the, his name. Uh, time the news. 
no preamble apart from the monitor and super nuts yeah. preamble. That's, that's our preamble. So, uh, Venom 2, we still can't see this in Australia. And we're also right. debating... As we two episodes ago. Yeah. <laughs> and we're also... I don't know about you, I'm still torn on whether or not I actually want to see it. Mm. I, I don't want to see it bad enough that I would somehow find some sort of stream to to watch it. Like, I'm not in that desperate a mood. Let's not advocate for piracy. No, I'm not advocating for piracy, but I'm also not advocating to go and see it after a, it's been out for a month. What if we can get $10 tickets somewhere? I feel like a Tuesday night, if it's a ch- tight-ass Tuesday. Or a Wallace, if you yeah. have an RAA card. Yes. Shout out to Wallace. I Cinemas. think based on Australian Cinemas. Wink, wink, sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> they need Venom 2. I don't think they're going to be uh, giving out cheap tickets to Venom 2. No, they do it to... No, Wallace do cheap tickets anytime. If you oh yeah, anytime. Yeah. yeah, yeah, anytime. But really, you know, back in the day, ten dollars oh, yeah. tickets was kind of. I like just a think they special thing. I don't think any cinema is really doing it now. Like Hoyts doesn't do their ten dollars tickets anymore, mm-hmm. just because it's probably. Oh, uh, they mm-hmm. did for a while just before the pandemic. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, like post pandemic. I, I mean, oh, yeah. pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, but, uh, yeah. So broke uh, broke pandemic box office records, hitting ninety mil uh, around that domestic yeah, ninety so. mil for ninety minutes. Yes, yeah. uh, that is a big thing and a big part of it. So it broke Shang Chi, broke Black Widow records. Again, this thing seems and continues to be a juggernaut for mm. Sony uh, specifically. That. Even after the first one, Smash Records, we all didn't love it. Uh, the second one seems to be pretty much exactly the same. Yeah, very much. And people mm. keep going back and people are seeing this. I'm still so surprised that yeah. because it's poor, I, I don't know how many people are repeat viewers, but people are going out to see this movie. Connor, what do you make of it, especially over in the States? I don't know. I guess Venom's a pretty big character, I suppose. Mm. Maybe it's just the draw. Maybe it's people like Tom Hardy a lot. Yeah. Mm. Maybe it's like it's not. It's the fact that it's a superhero movie. That's not. You don't record. It doesn't require previous watching. Really, it's a very just simple. Mm. Come in. Here's the deal. It's yeah. not Marvel. There's not twenty other films you feel like you've missed out on. It's yeah. just very simple. People know it's a Marvel character, but they don't have to get caught up in the backlog to understand yeah. it. All. And apart from competing with No Time to Die, it's actually come out at a good kind of good point. I think does not go quite competing with Dune, and then a lot of the Shang films Chi's like Shang Chi was a couple a month Phoenix back gone. now. You know, Spider Man. This will do forward. heaps better than Dune, I think. I, I'll yeah. make a prediction that I think Dune will struggle, mm. just because it's not an IP. Yeah, I, once I think, again, yeah. I think it will be a better rated movie. Yeah, for sure. But I think it will just really struggle at the box. It already is a better rated yeah, movie. Yeah. Well, that comes out another week and a half overseas, and December second for us here in Australia. So very mm. disappointing mm. for that. But we'll have to wait and see for Dune. How it I don't reckon, I reckon Dune might could be like a word of mouth thing. Yeah, maybe. It's one of those, just, yeah. Maybe they'll just advertise the butts off it. Mm. Word will get around. They'll be like, what is this June? They'll yeah. Google it. Oh, good reviews. Mm. Maybe I'll go see it. I think it'll be fine. I yeah. think it'll be fine. I hope. Um, but yeah, so you made the point, Jack, Venom, 90, Venom 2, 90 minutes. It's probably one of the, shor- it's one of the shortest Short, superhero, yeah. Yeah, superhero movies in think, the latest time. Do you think that people care about runtime anymore? I don't think so. And a lot of people were talking about it as, again, obviously you can open up more cinemas to then view it in. I, I don't know if people do care, but... I think it maybe people do look and they go, oh, Saturday night or it's a Tuesday night, don't have as much yeah. more time. But also, it's just quick. I think people say there's nothing like every scene no, there's no always used. Yeah, it's just everything. It moves, moves, moves mm. really quickly. Mm. And maybe that's some people love that sort of and stuff. And I think that's a topic for another time in saying that movies of the you know late 90s or what, what, you know, we very rarely see 90-minute films these days. Everything kind of pushes the two-hour mark. Is it yeah. to do with you know quality over quantity or quantity yeah. over quality in terms of moviegoers getting that kind of that time 
value out of their movie ticket. Well, I think, Jack, this is a write mm. it down on the episode mm. uh, list for another time, but yeah. I also think a lot of the time they hit that two hours because you can really flesh out characters because I'd mm. like to see in a long time, three, three, four, six months down the line, what deleted scenes might be left out of this and maybe mm. if they... Because I feel like the first Venom jumped so quickly that there was things that weren't completely fleshed mm. out. This or one's felt even like they shorter, were cut. so it's... And this, yeah, if it's mm. shorter, is why didn't you just leave these scenes in? Mm. Why don't you mm. leave a couple of these scenes and go from there? No, I... Again, we won't talk about what happens uh, at the end because we don't really know um, yep. exactly what goes forward. But it will be interesting uh, how this goes. Yes. I think o- over long term, also the next week, how it goes. Uh, next, uh, an Indian MCU official account uh, yesterday, so it'll be Tuesday, uh, the 5th, confirmed Blade for November 22, saying there'll be five Marvel films next year. Now, this was promptly deleted. Uh, oh, very quickly, that they'd confirmed this. Now, we haven't heard much really regarding Blade. They got a so director a couple months, months ago. ago. Yeah, we haven't heard anything regarding shooting. Uh, but again, this might be a movie that can be put together very quickly. Now, we've had no confirmation since. Do you see this as being a 2022 or more like a 2023 release? I'd be shocked if it was 2022. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a year away. And, you know, the amount of news we've heard on Blade is pretty minimal, I think, at this stage. Yeah. Official Indian MCU account. Was it was one of the MCU? It was like you know how there's like MCU Australia, like there's mm. different like accounts like that. Let's have a look. Um, I'll find the screenshot for you. Oh, by the official Marvel India, India yeah, social yeah. media account. Yeah, okay, so. fair enough. I mean, potentially then, if it yeah. it just seems too quick, unless they've been sneakily doing it, which also seems unlikely. They'd like want to announce the cast yeah. and everything, build hype for it. I think I don't can't remember if the script had been done. No, I'm not sure. But leading into that also with uh, regarding some MCU uh, news, uh, the Echo rumoured series is akin to be pretty much like Daredevil at so season four and most of the cast is coming back. They're pushing this very hard that they're going to be using these characters. So Echo, for context, is yes. a character who's going to be in Hawkeye Correct. upcoming. Uh, I believe, oh, I, can't, I can't remember the actual her powers. I think she's, she's a deaf mute character? Give me Google. I can't exactly remember, um, but yeah, she's a back. She's going to be a supporting character in the new Hawkeye yeah. series. I believe her power is like she mimics other people, yeah. kind of like Taskmaster style. Uh, Come on, Wikipedia. Uh, the character is just supporting character Daredevil. Thank you very much, Marvel Comics. Let's have a look. What are her powers? Jeez, uh, I love when they do these things with like abilities. Yeah, Olympic level athlete. Oh, oh. Uh, isn't that also? She's a concert level pianist. Great. Strong martial artist. Great. Highly skilled acrobat. Gifted ballerina. Photographic reflexes. Okay. Yeah. So, so she's the taskmaster, basically. Yeah, basically, yeah. But not the Black Widow one. Anyway, um, so yeah, she has ties to Daredevil in the comics, yep. I believe. I think she either takes over or Daredevil takes her under his wing. Yeah. Just at one point, she's the adopted daughter of the Kingpin somehow. Yeah, she's Ronan at some point. Yep. So that she has history with a lot of these characters yeah. in the comics. So it kind of makes sense. But it's kind of a, a sneaky backdoor way for them to be like, oh, here's Daredevil back again. Yeah. We're not mm-hmm. going to do a new show. Here's a, someone completely different. Maybe they, maybe they don't want to like promote the Netflix stuff. Maybe they're just like, eh, don't worry about it. Here's a little, yeah. it's a little spice for you. That's mm. all yet. <laughs> well, I think yeah, there's, there's going to be something that slowly they're going to introduce these characters mm. in there yeah. and see if people are happy with them. And we go from there. Like, um, really... I just want to see one of them come in this Spider-Man movie, and I'm trying to trying to find some somehow. Stuff out. Matt Murdock yeah. will pop up. Mm. Did you so, guys ever watch the Punisher show? 
Yeah, I loved it. I watched I'm, the first season, absolutely loved it. Didn't get all the way through the second season. Okay. Because I think that's when they announced they weren't coming back and I was like, well, there's no point in me yeah, finishing okay. this. Because mm. John Berenthal was also confirmed or something that he might be coming back. Yeah, that's the, well, the rumours. Yeah. Everyone's coming back. Um, well, like him. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know why. I ran. I was randomly looking up The Punisher today. Like a clip popped up on YouTube and I was like, oh, I'll watch that. I'll watch it again. I was like, I want to watch Daredevil Season 2 again because that was really good. All of Daredevil which, is great. Which, which is the because season three is Bullseye. Yeah, season two is with Punisher. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Yep. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, good show if you haven't seen it. Daredevil, um, Punisher's good apparently. I, I think all three seasons of Daredevil were very good. Yeah, I need yeah I need to go watch Daredevil. I think that might be one just to go back and maybe just skip the first couple of episodes, just throw myself into season two or something, or even like the the first few episodes, of the first yeah. season of Daredevil probably. Yeah. It's strong and then, you know, yeah. it lags in the middle and then just jump to the end. So watch like one, two, yeah. and three and then go to the end. Yeah. Oh, God, they're good. Uh, talking MCU still and uh, people who want director's cuts because I feel like everyone does and you won't get that at Marvel. Uh, Alan Taylor, who directed uh, Thor 2. Everyone's uh, favourite Thor movie. Yes. Everyone. Jack, was that your favourite Thor movie? Go away. Um, <laughs> once a director's cut, we all know this isn't happening. He's saying oh, this movie was sort of ripped apart again, as all these people are. You sign up for a Marvel movie. This is what happens. Uh, Saw... So, fuck, I don't know if that's what I'm saying, but like, what? Like, tough titties, basically. <laughs> oh, right. like, oh, I get you. Uh, this is, yeah, this is the deal. Yeah, that's the deal. You put something together, you're working for Marvel, it's not your movie. Especially the early days when they were like, yeah. very much, no, no, we know what we want to do. This is what we're doing. Yeah, they're a bit more open to it now. Mm. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, he saw that Zack Snyder got another go yeah. at Justice League. Um, obviously, there was a bit more than just him getting another yeah. go. There was years of campaigning mm. and talk about it, but he's gone. You know what? I, I want to do that. Yeah, uh, uh, I've got more Thor. Yeah, it's more like actors wants you know a job or you know it's director director wants, wants director wants yeah. uh yeah yeah extra cut director's cut. Um, yeah, so he sort of talked about a bit. You know, the studio decided to change direction after bringing mm. him on. Um, they and they originally brought him on to add a touch of Game of Thronesiness. Yeah. I think was the quote he said. And then all the decisions were made in post production that changed the narrative and the yeah. tone of everything. Um, he said the pro- yeah he says the process wasn't fun. Um, and then it all sort of changed, like the actual, he focused a lot on making a certain movie and it was all sort of changed afterwards, which I can understand is frustrating. Do, do you find though also for this that we see he he doesn't work well with that sort of stuff, but then we look at people like the Russo brothers have flourished under that sort of a Marvel uh, tight reign where their four movies they've produced have been excellent and they've gone to do their own things and haven't been great. So maybe... Maybe some directors are more akin to well, it, going, you know what, I, I want to do my own thing, I want my own vision, I want my own movie. Whereas some other directors go, no, no I'm going to I'm gonna really lean into this and I produce what I can for these guys and it's not too bad. I can't remember. The Russos wrote the Avengers films that they directed, right? Uh, they had a part in the story, but they didn't write them. Okay, right. Because that was Steve... Um, let's just have a look. <laughs> We need to clearly didn't well, do our had, research yeah. before this episode. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. No, 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 but no, I'm just, no. I yeah. can see the two blokes' faces right now, like um, Avengers Endgame, because they wrote all of the. Um, they sort of adapt. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Screenplay was by Marcus and McFeely, so Christopher oh, Marcus that's and right. Stephen McFeely. Sorry, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was produced by the Russo brothers and then okay. everyone else. Yeah. So they're probably a bit more involved than Alan Taylor was. Yes. Um, yeah. So I think he said, like, a lot of major plot points were sort of reversed yeah. in post. So maybe so things just ran in a different order than yeah. they did in the final film. I don't know. It seems a bit vague. Anyway, but I think the interesting thing about it is, is that it's what we kind of expected mm. would happen in the wake of the Snyder Cut or like what I thought we'd see more mm. of is directors being like, well, look, this came out and was a huge success. Give me another go. Yeah. 
but I think that one is very extenuating circumstances. Well, not extenuating, but like very specific circumstances that I don't think you're going to get a lot of recreations for. Well, funnily enough, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFilly wrote Thor 2. Ah. Lightning did not strike Strike twice. twice, No. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I don't think you're going to get it with this. I think he's dreaming big. I think he's just talking about a bad experience he had, which is fair. I'm not discrediting that at all, but it's very unlikely that I reckon he'll be given another go. Mm. Um, Funnily enough, I think it's funny when you look at people and the past work they've done and then the future stuff. So, this duo of writers, again, I don't... McFeely and... Uh, yeah, uh, Marcus and McFeely. Yep. They wrote the Chronicles of Narnia movies. Iconic. Before moving into Captain America, the first Avenger. Huh. Hmm. Uh, and then Thor the Dark World. And then got Winter Soldier. They helped with Guardians. Uh, and then moved into like Civil War, Infinity War, and Avengers Endgame. And now working on The Grey Man with the Russo brothers. The Grey Man. Yeah. Is that another superhero? Is that just something? No, else? that's their, like a spy movie. That's their upcoming action thriller film, oh. uh, and that's the one that has Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans starring, and Jack, your favorite, Anna De Armas. Oh uh, yeah, Anna, Anna. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Billy Bob Thornton is in there. Who's he's Jessica? still kicking? Oh, Jessica. He hasn't got no, <laughs> Jessica <laughs> Henwick. Uh, so who she is? Go the Grey Man, yeah. Jack. Tell uh, give everyone a refresher on how much you love Thor: The Dark World. I want you to talk about it. It is my favorite movie of all time. Why What's is not that? to like? Tell me. What no, do you no, love it about horrible. it? I watched it the other day and it's just, I don't know, it just goes from point A to point B. It's boring. The villain's just the most generic. The Dark Elf, yeah. um, played by Christopher Chris- Eccleston. Yeah. Just, I don't know, there's no personality behind it. And it just moves at a very awkward pace and the finale is just, just not overly interesting. Just drab? Yeah, it's just drab and Greenwich and that middle bit, the nine port, nine realms lining up. He just comes with his big hammer. Everything goes red, and he kind of just dies. Yeah, no, I'm not, not a fan. Not a fan. Fair, yeah, fair. It's nah. a really standard Marvel fair. That yeah, was it's very too standard. standard. It's too standard. I think <laughs> that was early on as well. It was just like, no, this even this is boring, even yeah. for the early films. Mm. Anyway, uh, yeah. As we move on uh, to some lighter news that I was really excited for, and Jack, I'm sure you will be too. And Connor, you have to watch this now. Uh, I saw this, and I th- it's very interesting. I think it's, it's, it's actually massive news. And I think it reflects really well on the success of the show. show yeah. Uh, Ted Lasso has signed a deal from season three onwards, an official license deal with the English Premier League. So if you're a fan of the show, as we two of us here and, and a lot of people are, they play in the Premier League in the first season, the championship in the second, but they're not allowed to use official jerseys, name and numbers, trophies, uh, etc. And the jersey... I actually, I don't know if I said to you guys before another episode, I've looked to buy a Ted Lasso jersey like <laughs> from the actual kit because you can buy them. Warner Brothers have them online. Oh, great. they got a Ted Lasso shop where you can buy jumpers and hoodies like the official mm. merchandise. But I feel like now they've got more of a chance they might sign a deal with a Nike or someone to actually produce their kits and then you'll have proper Premier League name. Like you'll have a proper yeah. store that people yeah, will buy you'll stuff. You'll be able to say proper things in the series going yeah. forward too. And yeah. you'll be able to have likeness i can now see players become like actually Ooh, yeah, managers like cameos being a part of this um my hope is the, fi- the finale comes out in two days that ted's still with afc richmond like it's not like he goes somewhere else cause i think that's obviously mm. hopefully he's, that's the idea as they stay but for the future of the show th- the premier league wouldn't sign this deal if they didn't have a like didn't think this was going to continue to do well because they never do this for anything. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. even when you think back to Days of Gold, the movie, they had sort of semi-likenesses, but no players were available. But this would be nearly a part of player contracts now that if you 
you speak to clubs, but Jack, your favourite players may now be in the show. Exciting. <laughs> like, Exciting your, like who? Who's your favourite player, Jack? Uh, Ronaldo. No, he actually <laughs> does play for Manchester United now, well, Jack. There you go. So he could be Was that a wild guess or did you know that? I knew that. Uh, <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> but uh, but in, in all seriousness, I think this is probably the biggest news that's come out this week in, in a while for the seriousness mm. of the show that mm. – I think they've got two. They've greenlit for two more seasons. Yeah, it's a after sign this. of a good show getting even better. Well, this yeah. is one of those shows that sort of really. I don't remember the last. Maybe Game of Thrones or something. Yeah. I don't know. The last show that sort of has this good a word of mouth without yeah. it. Like people are talking about it at work. Yeah. And this is an Apple TV show. I don't. Yeah. What was the last Apple TV show anyone recommended to you? The so Morning Show. Okay, that's that's fair. <laughs> morning Wars or whatever. Their only, wars, their only yeah. show that they have yeah. is the two. But like people are like passionately talking about this as well. They're so invested, and I think it's because it's like a feel good show, right? Yeah. Like you get it really wraps you in the emotions. Mm, like this thing is catching on really well, and I, I think that this deal yeah. is obviously it's a big deal. Yeah. It hasn't really happened before. I think it just really reflects on how well this show is taking. So where taken are off. you at at the moment with this, Jack? Oh, I'm only up to episode. I've been watching at a slower pace than you have. I've been keeping up. I'm episode. Three or Three four of season, of season two. two yeah. yeah. So at the moment, obviously, there's a lot of stuff happening, so I won't spoil anything. But Ted Lasso Same. Twitter is great. There's a he lot. Likes, of, it's like him, his well, own Twitter yeah, account, so right? He's got yeah. his own. Every character has got their own official Twitter account now, so they tweet. But actually, just generic Twitter with people commenting because there's a spoiler at the end of this last episode going into the final episode, right. and Twitter is going off. Yep. And now they're like, so people are tagging this character in it. And I feel bad for the actor because I'm hoping he's not getting any shit because, again, he's just an actor playing a yeah. role. It's not him as a person. But he's played it so well. And they're like, people are attacking him for all this sort of shit. And it, it's very good. Um, but I'm just really intrigued to see where this goes and how this deal takes them going further forward. Because I can see now, uh, I think it was two episodes ago, they were in Wembley. Yep. Again, it was a massive for a show. And I actually went to Wembley. Um, and then... Now, are they going to get trips to Anfield? Are they going to go to Old Trafford? All these sort of things for soccer fans. Uh, the future's bright. Because they went to Anfield season one and two, didn't they? Yeah, they went. They, well, played, in, they played in Everton. Yeah. They didn't actually go to oh, the ground, okay. whereas now I think they might actually... Go they might be filming in the stadiums and things like this. What mm. Going forward, yeah, again, is... A massive and huge deal. Uh, guys, this is massive news for you guys too. The final Super Smash Brother downloadable character was released. Yeah. Not it was, it was on the way. It was, it was announced. Way, so they announced. had a. Both Jack and I stayed up till half past 12 last night just to watch oh. this. Because we're, <laughs> we're, we're cool dudes yeah. with a lot going on, clearly. Um, <laughs> but no, this was. I mean, it's kind of a. Just for some pretext, I guess. Like, it's kind of a big deal. I, this game's been out for three years. Mm. And this is this is the final thing, final like character. The, this is mm. like they've said explicitly. This is the final character. Like where unless they change their minds later and go, ah, we'll throw a few more things in. Yeah, but this so is, there was a lot of hype going across this week, wasn't there? There was I mean, a, lot a lot of people wanting Well, Luigi as the course. final character, or um, Master Chief, Doom Guy, Doom Guy, which did come in as, a fashion in, as a me costume. For <laughs> yeah, some of the characters. Um, so that yeah, there's been there's been a few instances of that where there were leaks, but it turned out that they were just me costumes in it. Mm. Um, down the line. Anyway, um, so yes, expectations were very high for this because people have been very hot and cold on the DLC characters so far. Um, but we got the announcement, and Jack, do you want to tell us who? I don't know why I'm building it up so much. The, the character was uh, Sora from the Kingdom Hearts series. How did you? Okay, so the trailer I thought to announce this was actually really well done. Mm. It's a throwback to the original announcement trailer of um, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate from three, three and a half years ago. Mm. Um, and it was just. 
really well done. It sort of shows the flame of Super Smash Bros. going out, a real metaphor, but there's mm. one spark left. And for a second there, I thought it was going to be a character from Dark Souls because it looks like a bonfire yeah, yeah, from yeah, Dark did, Souls. And I was did. like, what is happening? Mm. But then Mario throws it up and the keyhole opens and that music swells. And then when that music hit, I started getting a bit a little, of Simple and Clean, was it? Or uh, yeah, whatever the song yeah, is. Yeah, variation. Yeah. I didn't realize... I wouldn't have picked Sora for my most wanted one. I think we've talked about this before. Mm. But as soon as that music kicked in, mm. oh, it just it hits me in the nostalgia. Like I just got like goosebumps, and I went, "Okay, I'm totally in for this." Like this, I'm absolutely happy for this character. Yeah, and I think uh, oh, I was I was pumped. I can't think of too many characters I want to see added to this game, and I yep. think Sora, like many people, wanted this, and it happened, and he did it. But. As I said to you before, <laughs> all the dreams came true, but there was one missing link for by having this character in Super Smash Brothers. No Disney. No Disney. No Goofy and Donald. No Goofy and Donald. No Mickey. None of it. Yeah. It's a bit of a bummer. They got the, the Mickey Mouse logo on the end of his sword, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, but I can also totally understand why they're not in this game. Mm. And this is a franchise pretty much characterized and created essentially with Disney at its heart. Really. Yeah, I mean, if Will yeah. and anyone else who's not listening, Kingdom Hearts is like Final Fantasy crossed over with Disney. I did play the original Kingdom Hearts. It's a classic. Mm. Uh, that, would have been, that was biggest game on PS2. Was it PS2? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I remember when that came out, I was all over that and then I just never... Mm. It gets a lot more complicated Yeah, after and that. I, I yeah. think after... Because, uh, again, tell me if I'm wrong, there was a massive gap between sequels or was it a massive gap between the, one of the Between sequels? two and three. Well, like main entry sequels. sequels. There was yeah. a lot of spin-offs. Yeah. But then I think it was about 10 years between two yeah. and three. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, so it's been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. I, I'd, I'd argue that that's Kingdom Hearts is like the other probably biggest crossover game. Mm. Like different, obviously very different style game, but, yeah. you know, Disney and video games, mm. like the licensing to get that. And I don't yeah. think you'd be able to pull that off nowadays. No, Kingdom Hearts was one of the biggest crossovers of the early 2000s crossing Disney with And Final it was a Fantasy. massive success. Mm. Um, and like a lot of sales. And I think there's, a, there's actually a story behind Sora being in there um, in that he, they ran a, poll back when the Smash Bros for 3DS and Wii U came out and it was just a poll for people basically saying who do you want from any franchise and it turns out that Sora was the number one person that was the most requested character for Smash Bros back then um, and the, the story goes as they revealed in the live stream last night that they, they saw that they saw the results they didn't want to announce it because they did, thought it would put too much pressure on developers like mm. people would just be clamoring for it all the time yeah but and but it turns out behind the scenes they've been working at it this whole time to try and get this character in the game and it's finally happened. Yeah, and I think that's just a, I think it's just a really nice story. I think it's like one of those moments where it's like no no we do listen to what mm. fans want. Yeah, um, it, it reflects really well on the company. Um, and they're finally doing it. Yeah, and you know it sucks they couldn't get the Disney IP in, but I guess in the day most people just want to see Sora. Yeah, and in his final form, and uh, it looks great. And that's uh, Sakurai off. Um, so the creator, pretty much the heart of Super Smash Brothers, that's his job done for another day. Yeah, well, I mean, mm. he's a notorious workaholic, so who knows what else he's got got on behind the scenes. But yeah, as far as we know, that's that's it for Smash Bros. Ultimate. Would we- you? Is it a dumb question? And shoot me down straight away. Mm. That Disney would never do their own version of this game. Ah. Uh. Like with their characters, Nick- that they Nickelodeon's have. just put out like a yeah. Smash Bros. like game. So, yeah. yeah, so I wouldn't put it past it. Like Disney going, well, we can give you one or two of our characters, but we also see this as something that we could put out as as our own game, akin to sort of something a down the line that we have our own type of game. Like I think this with all our characters, yeah, I reckon they just want more control over their characters for sure. Like mm. they don't want Disney fighting with, yeah, 
Minecraft or something. Yeah, I, don't know. yeah. I think it's yeah, just, like even with a Marvel character, like crossing over, like other Disney characters crossing over with Marvel characters in yeah. a style of game similar to that. I think there's definitely Disney just want more control, and uh, I think it was always going to be a long shot to get any yeah. aspect of Disney in a Nintendo thing. So mm. that wasn't a dumb question. No, no, it was no. a very yeah, yeah. perfectly accurate well, question. So yeah, I think that I understand. Like obviously, they probably only have to talk to Square Enix to get Sora because yeah. it's sort of a shared create or a unique creation for that game. There's yeah. not a whole bunch of extra stuff that has to go with it, so it makes sense. Mm. But yeah, good way to end it. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah I didn't realize it was who I wanted, but would a Marvel game like that be great? Would you feel like something in a similar way of like not just like a like Smash Bros. like a or Smash just a Bros. Marvel? Game. Like we you know, I know there's been Marvel fighting games where it's just 2D essentially, yeah. like, but actually having like a Super Smash Brothers Marvel style sort of thing where you pick your different Marvel characters and they play off like that. Yeah, I wouldn't say no. I'm also totally down for a classic like 2D fighter, like yeah. an Injustice, but yeah. with Marvel characters. Yeah. Or bring back Marvel versus Capcom. You can yeah. put any franchise I mean, they into this that. fighting game like this. It's yeah. open to so many possibilities. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so who knows. Um, but yeah, that's pretty crazy that it's been three years that that game's come out. They've definitely put a lot of time into it, possibly too much. Uh, yes, Jack, you've got a Ghost Recon Frontline announcement. Yeah, so this kind of came out of nowhere, but Ubisoft have announced another free-to-play spin-off. Um, and it's not your standard Battle Royale, yeah. but uh, they've released, um, well, not released, announced a game called Ghost Recon Frontline. So it involves 102 players in teams of three, and instead of doing a battle royale, they have to go around completing various objectives right. before kind of calling an extraction to bank the win, so to speak. So instead of eliminating each other, uh, groups of three go around this huge sprawling map against other teams doing little missions here and there. And the first to complete so many get extracted. It sounds like a winning team. there's a mode in Call of Duty Warzone. Where instead of killing like being last one standing, you have to. It's like first one to collect a million dollars, and you do that by killing mm-hmm. by killing people and also completing various objectives around the map. So it sounds like something yeah. like that. Yeah, it looks like they've just taken Fortnite card and put it together. Just, but this is just a special reveal as part of Ghost Recon's twentieth anniversary yesterday. It's just like just when you thought everyone had a battle royale, here's another one. Yeah, have you, have you played any of the Ghost Recon games? Ah, uh, yeah, I've loved Wildlands, okay. and Breakpoint was very disappointing. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I don't think I've played any of them. Mm. Oh, that's all right. I wouldn't say, you know, they're on... Wouldn't many tell us to rush out for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll quickly throw in there, the, the, um, along with the Sora announcement for Smash Bros, the Kingdom Hearts games are coming to Switch Ooh. with an asterisk. Uh, they're coming as cloud versions, which I still don't entirely understand how that works. I think you just stream the games to your console, um, which is a bit disappointing, especially for the original two, which yeah. you'd think they're PS2 games. They should run perfectly well on the Switch, Switch but yeah. I think maybe they just thought it was easier to bundle them all together. Because I think they're selling them as the all-in-one set, so you get one mm. through three and all the spin-offs, or individually. Oh, all to, oh, yeah, yeah, so I think you can buy them individually, but I think if they're already making the one big cloud package, they can just separate that up. Yeah. I think it, it kind of makes sense that way, but it's still a bit disappointing. Um, yeah. And that's that's pretty much all for the news. That's yeah, quite news week this week. I feel oh, like, oh, sorry. One more. Yeah. Uh, we talked about it last week, but the, the Book of Boba Fett, yep. the Star oh, yeah, Wars <laughs> show... Um, is actually coming out in December. It's coming out yeah. on December 29th. There you go. On After Plus. all the discussion last week. So yeah. I'm guessing that takes, yeah, that's the one, uh, that takes Hawkeye's slot, I reckon. After Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, I think that takes Hawkeye's slot. There you go. Yeah, very good. We summoned it. It seems like that happens a lot. We talk about something two hours later after yeah. we finish recording on the way home, it gets announced. We make the news. We uh, are the news. <laughs> then, yeah, because the next one I heard too was we're going to get Doctor Strange trailer next month in front of mm. with also a new Spider-Man trailer that may connect. What else can we here. summon into existence just by <laughs> talking about it? Me, and I think the best segue I'll ever do right now is uh, me maybe playing God of War. Oh! Ah! Uh, because Very good. after 26 million 
<laughs> votes. It's apparently. And, yeah, and 64 legendary games ever created. The fans have spoken. Uh, today's main topic, we're going to just break down uh, this IGN, the best girl, sorry, Best video game of all time, time, time. So we're breaking that down. IGN uh, put this out. It's went for pretty much all of September, uh, voting down from 64 games. Can I just say straight up, guys? I know you guys aren't massive like NCAA bracket guys, Mm. but I really feel like this would have been the perfect time to do this bracket is during the NCAA, because everyone does a bracket there. Yeah. Everyone's got... March Madness, right? Yeah, March Madness. Everyone's got favorite chip flavor, favorite movie, like all this sort of stuff. And now this is just a random September. Yeah. Really Sorry. random time to do it. Yeah, very random. And they've spoken. So we're just going to break down. You go right now if you're listening to the episode and you're not in your car. Um, go Just go Google IGN's best video game of all time. Get the bracket up so you can walk, uh, sort of... Have a sus. Have a sus with us. We're not going to go through, obviously, everything. We're just going to make some key comments on some battles in this uh, that we thought who should have won and, and then just sort of see where actual games went further than we sort of thought. Uh, first of all, guys, I know I'm just going to say... This again. We're not going to go through all of them, I should say. No. And we, yeah, I, it's interesting just to talk about so how battle, we can yeah. compare games like this and how you would even decide what the greatest video game. And, and by extension, film and TV as well, because it's a conversation people have all the time. Because it's literally the most subjective thing in the world. So yeah. the first thing is, I probably should play this game. <laughs> God of War? Yeah. It's been called the greatest game, game of all time. I know time that's now. what I'm saying is now I probably should play it. So in, in that respect, uh, seeing everything that's beaten. Uh, did it start as the number one seed? Uh, no. Where is it? I'm trying did, to track did, it. Can, can you find out for me, Connor, if, if you can, or maybe they've just not. I don't think they, I, I imagine they didn't seed it unless it's alphabetical. It start. oh no, number eight. Yeah, well, the game entered is not, yeah. I but, think it's probably just a random thing they've chucked in. They've thought up a bunch of games. So these are the number one seeds just anyway. Red Dead Redemption, Super Mario World, Super Metroid, and Portal 2. So oh, in, in each of the four, four quadrants, quadrants yep. yeah. So that's and I kind of like how they haven't just gone off with sports like action, mm. you know, like yeah, sort of games gone that yeah. way. So first, guys, are you first and foremost, Jack? Are you happy with God of War being voted the best video game of all time? I am, but also looking at this whole list, I think if I if you asked me straight on the spot right now and you said, Jack, what are probably the top fifty games of all time? I would name pretty much everything on this list: so, Red Dead Redemption. F- first of all, Jack, all I'm asking is. Are you happy with it? No, no, all I'm asking is, are yes. you happy? So you are happy with this. So you're ha- you, yeah. That's my first, that's all I want to know is, if yeah. this is the winner, you're happy with that, correct? Uh, I am. Yeah. yeah, Connor, you are happy with this being the great, or are you not, just as a singular thing, the greatest video game of all time? I'm not surprised it was voted the greatest video game of all time, um, but I'm kind of going to be kind of a fence sitter here. I, I think it, it could be in the conversation, but I don't know if it, is the greatest okay. game of all time. Oh. I don't know what is, but... Yeah. I want to hold you to that. Okay. Jack, so you're happy with it. Would this be your number one pick of all time, Jack? Or would you have something else? Ah, uh, I nice. think yeah. it's not my number one pick of okay, all time. Cool. But, I, I, was, but, yeah. I, but, I, but I do think, though, as an all-rounded game in terms of graphics, gameplay, story, mm. dialogue, script, it is the best game of all time as a as a balance between all yeah. those things. Yeah. So it's not my favourite game out of gameplay, maybe not necessarily the best story, but the, a game that does all those different things well, 
I can see why. You're saying objectively, which objectively. is impossible to yeah. talk about with video yes. games yeah. Yeah. as a medium. As a medium, it does what? everything well. If you okay. if you boys are sitting here and you do your bracket, so let's go to March Madness where we all sit down. With Maybe our that's six, an episode. Yeah, we go. We sit down with our 64 and, and say these games have been put on this bracket right here. Yep. And you've got to go because March Madness, you can say win a million dollars if someone gets it correct and it sort of rolls on every year. Yep. So if you're sitting here, which game wins the best video game of all time for you? Off this bracket, and I want you to make a choice right now. Should we, should we maybe go through some? So of we them? can go through some, and then we oh, can yeah. hit that point. So by the end, in the next ten minutes, I want you to give me. We'll go through some of the notable ones for us, and we'll and then we'll go through. And I'll I'll just bounce off some random ones also. But I just want you to go with what is your fa- by the end of this because you would have picked this bracket if you did this yourself at some point. You would have yeah, done yeah. a bracket, and yep. you might have worked out actually it is God of War because you go through the votes and you go, yep. ah, I'll give it to this. I get you. So first, first and foremost. What stands out to you as a game that probably didn't go as far as it should have? What's what's some of the best matchups? Because um, should we go through? Just should we pick a few matchups first? And sort yes, of, I'm saying yeah. If yeah, you yeah. just look at just look at some random matchups, wherever it is from round of uh, 64, whether it's a semi-final battle, where's like where where is things? What's, a, what's a really close one that I would find it find it hard to pick? Uh, 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 um. Okay, this is harder than I thought it'd be. There's a lot of games on here. Well, I, I'm looking straight up at some of these like percentage landslides of certain things. Oh, true. Yeah, I, I'm kind of really disappointed because this is a game that I, I love with all my heart and played again. Uh, I'm just going through right now. So there's Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, and then Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. Really? So and San Andreas wins that with seventy three percent. So I feel like Mario Kart is one of those games that's either going to go really far because people have that nostalgia. It's not the yeah. best game ever, but nostalgia pushes you through. But San Andreas has, has smashed them in, in this sort of fight. Yeah. I imagine if It would have been interesting to see if it was like Mario Kart 64 or something, yeah. where it's nostalgia. But I can see the argument is, I guess, that San Andreas was such a defining game yeah. of the genre. Yeah. Um, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is a re-release of a Wii U game. game yeah, um, yeah I, I, it's hard to tell with a lot of these whether it's just popularity yeah. or impact. And I think that's that's the part that I find really tricky with this, with deciding the greatest of all time. It's like, how? Do, what? what's the criteria? What yeah. are you talking about? Because I think impact should be considered. Yeah. Like, like some of these games have, like GTA San Andreas probably changed the landscape a little bit yeah. of video games in some, in some aspects. God of War, I wouldn't, Necessarily, well, it's it's possibly too soon to see what kind of impact it's had. It, obviously, it's an mm. amazing quality product, but it is very much built on the back of these other games that have come before it. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think hands down from looking at this list, apparently, you know, prior to this list, a lot of people would probably say the Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time would be maybe the best, most influential, yeah, three D game or game of all time prior to this potentially, and that got out on the first round uh, against Skyrim. Which is just an odd comparison. Yeah, actually, that's what that's a big clash, yeah. and I'm mm. surprised that Skyrim took that out. So that's one of the weird ones. Um, which, which side of the brackets that on, Jack? So I'm just trying to yeah. find left. <laughs> this is a lot Middle. of coordination. <laughs> then it's just it, it is. This is I love this. I love these bracket style things. Yeah, I, we could totally yeah, do one see. of these with like films or something. Yeah. Um, this is actually a, an interesting one for me. Call of Duty Four: Modern Warfare versus GoldenEye 007. Yes, 64. I did see that, yeah. That's uh, Modern Warfare won that with 78% of yeah. the vote. It's like a lot of the classic 64 games aren't getting the love that I thought they would have yeah. you know, looking at something like I, this. See, that, that one's an interesting one in terms of both. Like, impact-wise, yeah. both sort of... Like, GoldenEye 64 was arguably the first sort of console first-person shooter. Yeah. It was massive at the yeah. time. Call of Duty 4, same thing. It sort of revolutionised 
first person shooters playing, again and uh, multiplayer down at down at my uh, the family beach house on the weekend and we have the PS3 there yeah. because now I forget I should take the PS4 down because I don't use it yeah you don't have it don't have it but so we pull the PS3 out and that game's there yeah and it's the first thing that you pull out and you play and just you got two controllers here let's just play it was massive and, and, I, still, and I've been playing I was playing remastered yeah, not that long yeah. ago um so they're both like in terms of impact I'd say they're arguably equal. I think mm. it's maybe just that Goldeneye doesn't hold up as much anymore. Yeah. Could be the, the mm. selling point for that. And yeah. uh, and also maybe Call of Duty had way broader appeal. Who knows? And, yeah. and all the people, you know, who go to IGN, yeah. you know, we don't know what of a generation it's they could be, whether they're, you know, millennials yep. or... And from looking at it, it looks like a lot of people who did this quiz, um, potentially millennials, because it looks like a lot of games post, you know, 2006 are winning a lot of these... Uh, There's a majority of recent yeah. games. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of newer stuff. But it's, uh, recency bias has a, has a massive say on, uh, yeah. on a lot of things. If we did film, we did TV, uh, push uh, sports players. In, uh, I think for film, you'd always get your classics yeah. like Empire Strikes Back, Godfather 2, always getting a little higher in the ranking. Whereas yeah. here, classics prior to the year 2000 aren't even getting a mention. I would be very much on the recent bias with films. I, I'm mm. not... I don't tend to watch a lot of older films. I just yeah. don't... I don't know if it's a tolerance or if I maybe I just haven't tried enough of them, but yeah. So it's interesting to see that that argument also sort of cuts into it. Again, this is all very subjective. Um, the Witcher Three versus Minecraft. Mm, yeah, that, uh, stuff like that. I just feel that was a close can't one. Fifty-eight percent. Mm. The Witcher won that. Uh, yeah, and two massive games. Yeah, but I would have. I'm surprised Minecraft didn't win that. Just in, in sheer terms, like that. That was the Fortnite before Fortnite. Mm. That was the the last sort of. Big we were down at Plant Four for I was just having lunch with with work a couple of yeah. work guys. There's two kids there with their laptops out just playing Minecraft. It's everywhere. It's with their like fam- family just having and they're just playing it off their laptop game. iPad. Yeah. I would mm-hmm. say yeah, I I would have picked Minecraft to potentially go, and I would have picked Witcher Three. So there you go. There's your conflicting. Yeah, and and that mm. the, either one of whoever won between Witcher Three and Minecraft was going to go up against God of War. Mm. in the next bracket, so it would have been a tough one. Um, Breath of the Wild, unsurprisingly, went very far. That got to the semifinals, lost yeah. to Grand Theft Auto Five. That was the one I, I wanted to have a quick chat about and Go also on. wanted to have a quick chat regarding uh, people who obviously make these games are the same. Red Dead only made it out of the round of... Like, only got to the round of 32, losing out to San Andreas. I think that's fair. That's fair? Is, is Red Dead... Or is it Red Dead 2 that's more popular? I would say Red Dead Redemption is more the, the original? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but they're both very similar games, and I don't think you get Red Dead Redemption without San Andreas. So I can understand the argument for that. I think it was pretty. It was pretty. It was forty nine fifty one to Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, so it was tight. which is pretty crazy. Um, yeah, I can kind of see that one going ahead. Uh, what else we got? Last of Us versus Metal Gear Solid Three. Yeah. I can see why the Last of Us won that. Grand Theft Auto Five versus Uncharted Two. Mm. Mm. Grand That's Theft Auto won that with seventy five percent of the vote. That's... That that's on the right hand side, um, about four yeah, down. Sh- oh, that's the that's um, in, the, in first the first round. round yeah, oh. is that the only Uncharted in the? It is. is yeah, but I yeah. think we can all agree that's the best one. one so yeah. therefore, yeah. But again, be. that's another one. Grand Theft Auto Five. Maybe just, I've never been a big Grand Theft yeah. Auto guy, but I guess that each iteration of that's pretty a big it's deal. Ten and years now, and yeah. <laughs> that game's still going. Yeah. Whereas Uncharted Two is, I guess. It's a throwback. And GTA, kind of once thing. again, you know, just talking about who votes, you know, in this competition, GTA has been spanning for, yeah. you know, what, eight years now. 
So, you know, it's got multiple generations of maybe children, yep. young adults playing this game, and they've all experienced it in order to vote for it and get it. Could, could you also say something different would be if it was series? So if like singular series, so if instead yeah. of being Uncharted 2, it was Uncharted, the, ser- the franchise, mm-hmm. how that would have gone and whether GTA as a franchise was the best video game franchise I of all time. that has a very high chance of taking it out. That's where I'm thinking mm-hmm. in my head is I'm like, I think even someone like a... You know, Last of Us also could have gone further mm. with something like that, yeah. with if it became a series, but individual games. Yeah, oh, yeah. GTA changes it. It's GTA would have by far been the best series. You have San Andres, yeah. you know, as a as the reaching the semis, and GTA Five in the semis. So really, as a series, that's yeah. that's the winner. Really, this is a very surprising one to me. Half Life Two versus Rise of the Tomb Raider. First yeah. round, Rise of the Tomb Raider won mm. with fifty two percent of the votes. So it was one. close. But that's like one of the more recent Tomb Raider. Maybe this is where the recent sort of bias is coming through. A lot of people maybe haven't played Half Life Two. So I just I it's a bit hard. as much as I love Rise of Tomb Raider. It's my favorite of the new trilogy. Yeah, Half Life Two is an absolute classic. It is coming back to that kind of what makes a classic movie. Half Life Two is just defined. You know the earlier two thousand and four generation and PCs. Yeah, yeah, Game yeah. Logbook. Yeah, yeah. So that one's that one's I think one of the most surprising ones I've seen. Mm. I'll give you my Smokey for which one okay. I think has should have a good shot at being the greatest video game of all time. Uh, Tetris. Yeah. Because I think that game is mechanically 10 out of 10. 10 yeah. It is, I'd say, I mean, arguably the best puzzle game of all time. Mm. It's one of the highest selling video games of all time. Um, it's been ported to every platform. It's just at its core, it is perfect. You don't need to change like a single thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, People have, the only thing people have ever really done, they've tried to change it, but nothing's been as ever good as the original. They've added features on, like you can hold bricks and whatever. Mm. But it just builds. That game is rock solid. Like I could easily jump back into a game of Tetris and play a lot of it. Mm. But Tetris versus Bloodborne. See, that's the thing. They're very different games. Yeah. It's yeah. like Tetris yeah. is a puzzle game. It's this basic thing. Bloodborne you- is this deep RPG. I can understand why people would prefer that because yeah. it's a more engaging experience. Yeah. But Tetris, I think, is should be up like considered as one of the best video games of all time. Is yeah. to this my point at the start, should have this been broken down into four brackets, separate brackets where it's like different genres. Your GTA sort of games, your mm. your first person shooter, you know, like how you break that down, even if it's breaking it down into eight parts. Yeah. And then you would have your two D games like what's what yeah. Like Mario pla- Bros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pla- and then you ha- add Tetris could be as a part of that also, yeah. that sort of game. Like because I feel like there's so many, to your point also, Jack, so many different clashes so early of completely different styles that you just straight up get more people who are the demographic to go, fuck Tetris. Mm. Like, really? How and dare then, you? Yeah, how, like, and then you get to that point and you go, oh, no, that's, yeah, we're going Bloodborne. Yeah, and, like, yeah, like you said, Tetris is perfect, but then again, if I gave you the choice to play for your life, Bloodborne or Tetris, you'd be going Bloodborne. But I think you could, yeah. You I mean, it depends on the time and the see, moment, though. Mm, see, see, Bloodborne, I reckon, you can... I mean, I haven't played a lot of Bloodborne. I'm just thinking other like sort of broader games. You can play them over and over again, but they become predictable. You learn parts of the game, whatever you get better at it. I think Tetris is one of those games you just keep improving at. Yeah. You know, and you just yeah. keep playing. And it gets yeah. harder and harder the more you go. So it's always, there's going to be a challenge. Mm-hmm. Like even as you get better, it's going to get harder and harder. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas you can get really good at Bloodborne, but there's going to be a ceiling to it. Yeah. I think like Will said, I think if it started off some of the outside brackets, you know, some of the early contenders were compared with similar games you know, of a very similar nature, like we said, first person, third person, open yep. world, yep. Um, RPGs, and then it kind of zoned in from there. I think it been, would have been a lot fairer and some of the games would have advanced a lot further than what they have. Mm. 
because um, some of the things just is outrageously different <laughs> yeah. to compare. It's yeah. Make, yeah. Uh, it makes it super tough. Yeah. Why, why do you think we find the need to pick the greatest of all time? Is it like a... It's always an interesting conversation, you know, the lists come out, top 100 mm. films of all time, yada, yada. I think Rolling Stone recently put out a list Another of the top one, yeah. 500 songs of all time. Mm. How do you pick that? It's such yeah. like a, um, it's such a subjective thing. Mm. And I think... Why it, humans want to know the best of the best. Yeah, and it's such, I don't know if you can scientific. <laughs> there's no way to scientifically decide what the greatest film of all time or game or TV show mm. or song will ever be. Yeah, because that again, it's such a subjective thing. There's so much criteria to consider, mm. and yeah. the fact that Last of Us, where is that even on this list? It, yeah, yeah, it I makes it to the third like, round. It makes yeah. it to the round of sixteen. Yeah, see, once again, that's always contended as you know a near perfect gaming experience. Yeah, but on it, multiple just levels. Ne- it just nestles itself up against GTA Five. Yeah, just and that's where it gets itself to, and I think that's the beauty of the bracket. Yeah, is if that's on another side, I feel like that snags its way. If that's on the bottom half, yeah, I think that it gets to the probably semis. goes up and against goes up against uh, you know, Legend I, of Zelda at some point. Yeah. It might win, and I, I agree. GTA Five is a fantastic game, but I think it's. For, uh, I think we've all got a bit of a sour taste in our mouth over it because it has been lingering for too long. If it was 2014 and we just finished playing, I thought we'd be like, well, GTA is fantastic. I don't even rate it that highly, to be honest. It's Interesting. Uh, yeah, Grand when did you first play GTA Five? though? Uh, I'm pretty sure I bought it when it came out. Okay. Just off the hype. I'd never I'd never played a lot of GTA games. Obviously, I'd messed mm. around in San Andreas, a lot of cheat codes, yada, yada. And don't get me wrong. Technically, it's very impressive. The world is like yeah. really cool. But mm. I think we've talked about this before. I think as a s- story campaign, it's very restrictive. And I don't... Act, I really... Not really, but like for the most part, I got kind of bored playing the campaign of that game. So if I'm looking at it as a package as a whole, yeah, technically, and the world and the open world of it is great. But did I actually enjoy playing through the campaign? Not as much as something like God of War, as something like The Last of Us. Didn't get as much out of it. Interesting. Not as much as Tetris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So uh, I think we could go on for ages talking about uh, each of these individual battles too, but I want to ask you guys right now to give me your definitive. If you're filling in this bracket as the way the bracket has been produced... What is your best video game of all time? This could be an episode. I, don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think this this we could do a save that so, for a sequel so, and do a, yeah. like a top five yeah. favorite games of all time. Yeah, I think I think that's a conversation may, for another time. I'd love if they had a link where you can actually fill this bracket out yourself, and maybe there is still a way that you could. We could we could just find a bracket generator. I think yeah. we I think we should come back to the idea of brackets. I think maybe yeah. we do like a top films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We take whether we pick them ourselves or we take like the top. 60, 60 or rated films yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. Too hard, like I said to Connor, you know, nostalgia, you know, got a good bad yeah, joke. Yeah, there, but Jack, or... all I'm asking is you fill out. It, it, this right, if the, I had okay, to do so it, this I'm saying is yeah. the bracket is the way the bracket is. Yeah. Mm. So I just want you to have a look now as if it gets to a certain point. What would win each individual battle as it gets there? What would then make your best? So you're saying, game? yeah, this is more us picking what we, we would think, think is the greatest mm. game, not necessarily our favorite, favorite games. Yeah. yeah. Objective, so objectively, object- quotations. As this bracket is here right now, yep. and the uh, individual ones, so you could probably skip all the way to the round of 16 yep. and work out and go, well, actually, no, I'm going to say Last of Us beats GTA, so then that will come up against Arkham City. You know what? I am going to say Last of Us. Last of Us gets there. It's God of War versus Last of Us. That's my... Like, That's your... Okay, that, so I I'm going, yep. For example, it's like that. Okay. Because for me, it would probably be something like The Last of Us would win. Mm on the individual battles of playing games. Yeah, okay. Now, I haven't played all these games too, so that takes that out of it, where I would go, maybe that's why I'm jumping straight to the round of 16. Mm. Yeah, I get you. Um, because I go, well, I like Batman Arkham City. Yes, I do. Do I? I'm an Uncharted fan. Maybe that jumps in there, but it's not beating GTA 5 because I know it's it's more cultural relevant. Uh, 
So yeah. there's things like that. I would probably give The Last of Us my great best video game of all time. Okay, mm. that would be my choice as the individual brackets. Okay, would it would it be like? So that probably means it does win. Well, Red Dead Redemption would probably come into mind then. So you'd pick Red Dead. So mm. that would be uh, GTA San Andreas, and then go all, all the way to to win. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm going more analytical with it. Yeah. I think in my head, part of me is going San Andreas. I can see Call of Duty Four getting up there. See, uh, again, I'm I'm factoring in like the impact yeah. of these games. Play the campaign of San Andreas. Yeah. No, but I, I like just. From an outside perspective, looking in, like that game was massive. Mm. So that's uh, there's more of the stuff that I'm considering. I, like again, these aren't my. I don't think my most of my top five favorite games would be on here. Well, mm. I know some of them definitely aren't. But like, yeah, something like that. Maybe San Andreas or what else is on here? Yeah, I think it had to be San Andreas, Call of Duty Four potentially. Ah. Uh, g- God, I hate this. this, is, uh, I, hate this. It, I think it, about it too much. It's, it's just really hard insane. because this reminds me to the NCAA bracket where I sit there for ages yeah. picking the teams because I, I, it's not about who I think is the best team. Mm. When, you, when you go like – because I'll always go, oh, well, the best team in the season is this. But then you start going, well, there's going to be a smoky. There's going to be this individual battle against this game or this team versus this team is yeah. completely different. Mm. And I guess it, it always changes because it depends when you're doing the bracket. Yeah. So, you know, and again, having played – now that I say that, having played Call of Duty Modern Warfare well, remastered recently, it is a bit clunky. Yeah. It's not as smooth as it used to be, and they've definitely iterated on that since and improved mm. it. So, mate, that probably doesn't make it. San Andreas, good at the time. Again, a bit clunky. So maybe God of War is pretty well up there because I smashed through that game. It and was it just, just easy knocks to, out other opponents. It, and it's just strong in all yeah. aspects. So I can kind of, okay. I think strong I can, in all aspects. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, maybe that is it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. And that's a more reason to play, Will. So I know. Uh, I, fi- I find this bracket, the system, really interesting because this yeah. whole thing breaks it down. Let's come back to it. We'll come back another to time. it uh, another time. But it's go. time for our favorite part of the show. Chantel. So yeah. we're, we're going to talk regarding straight up Squid Game. So we've the biggest I've, show on the planet. It's the biggest show on the planet, biggest show on Netflix ever. And Netflix don't really release, as we know, their numbers, but they've basically come it's, out saying this is about the, biggest, to be, yeah. The, yeah. the biggest show ever. Now, we spoke we spoke about subs and dubs last week, what we were going to watch it in. And are you subbing or are you dubbing Squid Game? So I am subtitled. So I started the first five minutes as dubs and I gave up. Mm. Fair. And so I watched the first five minutes, first scene, and I was like, nah, I can't. Have you heard all the drama about the subs? Apparently, if you pick uh, English closed yeah. captioned, yeah. it's not as accurate uh, as the just standard English one. Yeah. So mm. that's the one I picked, thankfully. Yeah. But okay. yeah, apparently makes a difference. Interesting. Uh, so we'll just, ch- uh, Connor and I have seen one episode. For you've, a seen Jack, the, you've seen the whole thing. I've seen the whole it. thing. Yeah, loved it. Um, just as a start, can you see, Connor, why this has become one of the biggest shows ever of all time on TV? Not no, I guess it's an unexpected one. Not really. Yeah. I mean, I, I do want to get deeper into it. I'm yeah. definitely interested in watching yeah. it. I think it's really well made. Yeah. I think the... I mean, the first episode's kind of funny. It's yeah. kind of darkly funny in a way. Like it sort of... And then it sort of... Even when it twists towards the darker side, yeah. it is still sort of that black humour. Like you can't... It, the situation's so out there that you kind of... Yeah, you kind of... I was watching at the same time going, this is... Everyone's like, it's gruesome. I'm guessing, Jack, it gets more gruesome as it goes on. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm guessing it is, and I'm not a gruesome guy. So, I'm like, okay, here we go. But I did find it sort of... I'm not supposed to be laughing, but 
just again in that situation, I can picture my friends in that first scene. But like, and they're going, oh, that stuff, it, I'll make it. And they're yeah. not getting, like, mm. oh, like it's it's weird, it's gross. It's I think it's yeah. that inco- incongruity, probably yeah. butchered that or not using it right, that between they're playing these childlike yeah. games and then getting brutally murdered. Yeah. And I think that's kind of like, that's what, probably also what's really clever yeah. about it is this is broad appeal, yeah. but just turned into this really twisted thing. Yeah. And it kind of works like a reality show anyway, right? So Yeah, it does. Um, and I think it's just, Done really well. I think there was someone. Something said the script was done in two thousand nine, yeah. and it's taken you know He's tried to shop eleven it years yeah. for this script to finally reach Netflix and for this show to become as big as it yeah. has. And I think it's so much foreshadowing. And I know you haven't finished it yet, but there's so many clever twists and things. Once again, you know, you can look back on. If I was to rewatch this, I would know so many little bits and things that I would you know that I know now to appreciate the show once again. Yep. And I think that's always a sign of a really good script and how every scene has been done so well. And I think it just relates to human nature and how, you know, our basic in- instincts. Yeah. And I think it reaches out to that, yeah, on a bit more of a human level after what finishing the series as well. Yeah, mm. yeah I'm excited to keep going because mm. I think it, from what I understand, it has a lot to say or reflect on the current state of the world. Yeah. It should be really interesting. Um, Korean stuff's just on fire at the moment. South Korean stuff. Mm, Parasite, um, now this. Maybe I think that's the broad appeal to it. For people feel a little bit, oh my God, I'm watching the Korean shit. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. as, as much as taking the piss on it, it is like, oh, we talk the subs and dubs. People are talking about that. How are you? Yeah. Like, and I reckon because of that, it's also one of the first shows in a very long time, especially for Netflix. Netflix is normally, it's on in the background. Like, yep. you'll watch it, but this is my undivided attention. And that's is the thing nine as well. Because you're also watching, you're lo- looking at subtitles. Yeah. And that makes you focus so that's much more, gets so much more. Immersed. That, I know yeah. that's what you're saying, yeah. but yeah. Uh, I'm just saying that goes yeah. so lost, such a long way, doesn't it? Well, because that's not a normal Netflix show. Normal mm. Netflix show is you know Netflix and chill. It's this thing. Like, yeah. Are you yeah. still watching? Yes, I yeah. am watching. I'm here. I've been. Have, I'm guessing you had your undivided attention for like nine episodes essentially, like because you can't. I looked at my phone for like thirty seconds last night, mm. and I felt like I had to rewind. Because yeah. I miss what's going on. Yeah. So tonight when I, I'll probably smash two episodes out, I'm yeah. like, no, 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 phone's to the side. I'm getting all this uh, yeah. in There's there. so much green light, red light stuff going on, you know, online as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a meme. It's pop culture yeah. right now, this show. It's and I think, yeah, it being South Korean probably gives it more of appeal around yeah. the world where a lot of, you know, probably not a lot of Western media gets yeah. consumed. Mm. And it also probably feels a lot fresher because you're yeah. not getting that typical Western perspective yeah. or s- style of filmmaking as well. Which I think I think it's just it's it seems new potentially in more ways yeah. than one. Uh, yeah, I don't know, we'll find I out mean, as we get deeper. Yeah, I mean, once again, if people don't know about the show, it's about a, a bunch of um well, low level people, a lot of people in debt who get taken to this yeah. island that they don't know where they're going. They volunteer for they these volunteer, games. They volunteer. I think that's a very really important point to make. They yeah. volunteer in these games that they soon find out that are based on child, uh, well, mostly yeah. Korean um, child games. And uh, they turn deadly. It's yeah. it's it's the Korean Hunger Games, yeah. essentially put straight. And I can't wait for there's the promise. Of, yeah, there's the promise of them winning money as well. So that's yeah. why they volunteer for the game. Yeah, they're, they're, prob- they're promised thing. a lot of money as well. And uh, and they all you know without these aren't too many spoilers, but you know they sign a contract yeah. and they come back to this game after having a huge warning about you know how deadly it is yeah. and that you'll die. But all these people come back, and I think that's the really interesting part of the show, is that they constantly want to get out. But they signed this. They knew what they were getting into multiple times and they just keep going. And I think there's a thing in the contract that's 
Again, we don't want to get too yeah, deep. It's first episode. I think we can fine, go yeah. into it. No, most people have seen it. There's a, a line. I don't know how this pays out. Obviously, pays out in the rest of the show. But there's a line in the contract that says, "We can skip the game yeah. if the majority agree to it." And I imagine yeah. that's going to come into play a lot. Where some people are going to say, "Why are we doing this? Yeah. This is going to be impossible to survive." But they're, you know, yeah, they're, they're, like, they're oh, the I'll minority. It's like yeah. I want to take the chance to get the money. Mm. So yeah. I, I, it's going to be really interesting to see how like what it has to say about that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, very good. Look forward yeah, to watch it. it. Watch it. I think yeah. we'll try and do it deeper. Uh, chat. We'll do a deeper chat next week because we'll finish it and I can't wait for them to announce the American version. Uh, or season two. two. And no, they, I, it. They, I reckon they won't because the Korean shows like that and the movies won't do so. Like, you'll never get a sequel to, what did you just say, the other Korean movie that's great? Parasite. Parasite. You won't get a sequel to Parasite. Cause yeah, but I think that's very much a self-contained thing. I think I feel like this might not get one because it's like they've oh, nailed it. No. no, but I'm saying is I reckon Americans will do it. They'll do an American version and they'll try and make this the big next big thing. Yeah, like I American get, style I show. Yeah, yeah that will remaster. As far as they, I think it's inevitable for a season. Two yeah, they. I've like heard this. that they leave the the endings left pretty open. Yeah, I can't deny or say that, Connor, but I would say it's That's so right. popular. Regardless, I'd be making the second season with all my cars. And I think the I directors, the directors, obviously been out yeah. doing press, and I think yeah. I, I, I could be getting this wrong, but I feel like I've seen him say that he's got it on his mind, but yeah. it wouldn't be the same characters, or it wouldn't yeah. be. It might not they, like those characters might be around, but they wouldn't be the focus of the show. Oh, yeah. mm. So, who knows? I just think their culture is not as uh, money driven as the Americans. I think they'd rather he'd rather make a new. Sh- you know what I mean? Would rather like, make yeah, a new I, show than as the American money hung- hungry thing. Mm. Uh, Connor, you Star Wars Visions? Yeah, I watched the first few episodes of this. Yeah. This is the um, uh, their version of What If, essentially. Kind, uh, it's it's actually I think what I wish What If was. Yeah. So the gist of this is basically Disney's given the Star Wars universe over to, uh, I think it's nine, or a bunch of different yeah. anime studios, Japanese yeah. animation studios, and said, tell a story yeah. in the Star Wars universe in your own style. They're all so far completely unlinked, all very different in style, um, and all really, well, for the most part, really cool. I think this is, um, so for example, the first episode is done in this sort of black and white style that looks like it's ripped off of a out of a comic yeah. book, um, very... Very stylized, very unique. The second, the other, the the next couple I've written, uh, I've watched. I didn't write them at all. I'm not that talented. Um, go from like ones again, a big drama, classic anime lightsaber fight. They're fighting on the edge of a star destroyer. It's just over the yeah. top madness. The next one's about uh, it's goes away from the lightsabers and it's about a rock band who are trying to survive. Just want to be successful. They just want to have a finish a concert yeah. in their in, across the galaxy, but they get caught up with Jabba the Hutt and stuff, of course. Um, all really different, all really enjoyable. They're only about 15 minutes long. Oh, yeah. is that it? Uh, well, the ones I've watched are. Okay. So it's, it's potential some of them are longer. But I think it's just, I really enjoy it because it's so different. None of them are the same and it's just, you can tell what if is very it's it's a marvel thing it's very it has to be this yeah. and it has to have some involvement it seems like in the mainstream this is just let your imagination go wild do whatever the hell you want and it's very different ideas as well yeah um obviously it's lightsabers are a big part of it but you know they take they take key elements of star wars mythology and just spin it and say what if but this cast it, is unreal yeah and they've got like actual like big names in it i'm trying to alison brie was in one Joseph of them gordon levitt yeah uh, tamara morrison is back neil yep. patrick harris alison brie yep uh sorry just i'm just scrolling through and shouting off some names you've got kyle chandler yeah. david harbour's in it exactly mm. so and and mm. it, it they all feel like unique and different ways of storytelling i think i've said that about three times now um <laughs> I want Marvel to do this. I want them to give control. Then I would be highly surprised if they did it, but just say, here, what do you want to do with these characters? What can you show us that we haven't seen before? So I think you nailed it on the head, and I I was listening to someone else who was talking a similar vein to you going, 
I wanted what if to be this, and then after two or three seasons, combine it. Yeah. Put it together, and this is, you know, maybe we will. Now, where are you guys at with what if? I just finished the zombie episode. So I'm still so like the last one is really opens things up, and I feel like it's gone nearly too quickly. Yeah, but uh, the fi- I'm going to watch the finale after I need to watch that, and then obviously Squid Game. But I-, I think this last one they said is the best one. It can't like there's a lot of it brings it together. But I was hoping they wouldn't do that for a while now. Yeah, I feel like it's going to go further down the line. I actually feel like I need to watch this now. If you're giving this, I really, really like it. Yeah. Um, I mean the the first three episodes. I think the first one's probably my favorite so yeah. far. It's just kind of just stylistically, mm. it's really cool. The animation's beautiful as well. Oh, the I mean the animation with all of them is really cool. But I think it's the most unique. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like same thing. What if they could have done this different styles, yeah. different takes, different mythology completely, but they've kind of just stuck to very small variations on things and it's all the same animation style. It's all the same kind of story beats. Yeah. So it's not taking as big a risk. Isn't this the same thing everyone wants from Star Wars? Those just do something different in this universe. There's so yeah. many stories that can and be told. And this is a great way to do it. And they're giving control to, you know studios who have a very different style yeah. to what we've seen from Star Wars previously. And it's not canon, so there's no risk to, uh, you know, you're not adding anything. Just let them, let people play in your playground, basically, is what I'm saying. I just love the idea of this because I love the idea of it, especially with Star Wars, because we've been so narrow-minded on this story where yeah. it's like, just pick up a thousand years ago in this world yeah. and we don't have to be connected to anything. Yeah. And if it connects down the line, just play on the law that has been set. Yeah, and, and just th- do your own story. This is a wide, vast universe. And I think Star Wars fits perfectly with the world of Japanese yeah. animation. It's laser swords, it's yeah. robots, it's samurai knights, yeah. it's all that stuff fused into one. It works Pretty really cool. well. Uh, Jack, did you see anything else besides uh, Squid Game? Yeah, I watched the latest Netflix, Netflix film, The Guilty, with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, someone recommended that. Yeah, to me today. it's about a demoted police officer who's doing cold dispatch. Yeah. And yeah, I've, we've seen movies like this before. Um, where it's mostly just over the phone yeah. and uh, he gets a call from a woman who's been kidnapped and it mostly just takes place within the dispatch office and it's uh, Jake Gyllenhaal gets really you know into it. You learn about his history and it's mostly just through conversations yeah. uh, to build that kind of tension up and uh, it's just about him trying to save this woman by trying to find information you know, behind yeah. the desk, behind the scenes in order to save her. Uh, it's not an overly long movie and it's quite short and sweet. Yeah. Um, did I like it? It was okay. I, I wouldn't say... I swear films that have relied on audio similar to yeah. this, whether you know, it's been over a phone call before, have worked slightly better than this. Uh, it's okay. I would probably put it to the lower end of my you must watch this on Netflix kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but if you have nothing else on, it's all right for a thriller. Um, but the the tense moments were never really there for me. Jake Gyllenhaal does a great performance, uh, but it's just a bit over a bit too quickly without building up that real okay. hype and that thrill. Interesting. Because hmm. is this, yeah, someone was speaking to me about it today. And yeah, the concept's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's fine, but is I... Is it ripped I, off and it looks like the trailer has here, it's ripped off and... Danish version. So it's a Danish version. Yeah, 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 I heard that as well. So, and I've read that American just does everything worse when yeah. they try and rip off <laughs> something like that. And uh, it, it's fine. It's passable. Uh, if you're bored, yes, but otherwise, I wouldn't say go Netflix now and watch it. Okay, uh, Squid Game instead. I reluctantly, reluctantly, I always <laughs> do it. I bought FIFA 22 last week. It was always going to happen. It was always going to happen. <laughs> and these sons, of, these SOBs. These SOBs. It's just the same thing. So a couple of weeks, uh, it was 
two, three months ago, we were talking about how Pez became an online game. Yeah, That's apparently the, it hasn't gone well. It's gone very, horrendous. very poorly. Yeah, What's very it called poor. now? It's called e-football. e-football. Yeah. It's bombed. It's tanked. FIFA have literally been able to literally put a two instead of a one and some different colours, and they've won the battle without even doing anything. Mm-hmm. E-football, I think, it's done. So I think they they're, they're shot themselves in the foot. But so for the FIFA stuff, uh, as, as much as I was joking a couple of weeks back about 2K and the fact that I was doing more skateboarding than I was actually playing basketball. Uh, You're playing soccer in this game. Yes. So Good. in that respect is that at least they try and expand the universe every year in the 2K game so that you can see they put time and effort into trying mm. to make the best user experience. Right. They actually are trying to improve the game every year. Look at this. You can now buy shoes. You can now do more online stuff. You can ride around this whole world that we've created for you to make you feel like an NBA player now. Mm. FIFA has done nothing again. And they've now... A big thing that they pulled out three or four months ago is create a club for manager mode. Something that I've always wanted to do. Create my own club, build them up. I can't even create my own logo. <laughs> so so you can create a logo, but if you want to put your name in the logo, you can't. So it's just a generic logo. So I'm like, what? Like the best thing with 2K is you can create everything from the, the court, the stadium. You can input your own logo. So you can create your own. If you're a graphic designer and you've got your own team logo, you just input it into the game. Done. They put it on a jersey. Goes through a scanning thing for swearing and, and you know what I mean? Yeah. But goes through a, a sensor system. And if it passes what 99% of them do, you put it on your jersey in the 2K game. With FIFA, there is none of that. So it's like they've done, you know what, Connor, you know what cuts would love? Create a club. We're going to do it, but we're not going to do anything. Like, we're not going to go the full hog. And so I'm really disappointed already. Just to spite you. Yeah, but it's just, again, they've taken $89 from me. And thirty dollars in packs, and I but still haven't opened all my packs. Didn't take it from you. you yeah, I gave, gave it to, it to them. Yeah. But like, as in, I have to. You have to get it as a football fan because you have to play the new game because you get the new skins, manager mode. You get some. You get new photos, play. You know, skin like likenesses. But you just not enough of it. Like, I actually kind of hoped no one would do it or they'd try something different. It wouldn't work. The problem is though, all my mates already are like, oh my god, my ultimate team's so good now. I'm like, it's been out a week. How much time and money have you put in this to make the best team? Like heaps. I'm like, and this is the problem. Yeah. So now I'm just waiting for Football Manager to come out just to spite FIFA and FIFA will again turn into, hey, you want to play a game of FIFA? Because yeah. we're both here and we've got an hour to kill? Cool. But I'm not going to probably play much of it by myself. Famous kind last of, words. I know, but like I'll, I'll play occasional things, but I'm not going to sit down like some people. Like I used to five, six years ago and I'd play manager mode for six hours on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you would, but it's the same as playing any video game. You yeah. just sit there for ages. I just don't see the value in it now of my time mm. compared yeah. to say like a football manager or something that I really feel like I'm invested in. So I'm kind of disappointed. I'll put a review out on the, the channel. I'll probably give it one and a half stars or something. In terms of the microtransaction stuff, how does it compare to NBA? Um, like obviously not, ult- <laughs> Ultimate Team is a bit, it's like a separate mode. It's an optional thing. Yeah. But whereas is the microtransaction is more baked into like the career. I think micro, microtransactions are more baked into Ultimate Team. Okay. So you need more packs, you need more things because you need to, your player contracts, you need all those sort of things. So you need to open more packs yep. to get contracts to play your players. Mm. Their Ultimate Team, and I can see it is a problem because, I'm sorry, their creator player, the NBA's got 30 teams. It's a niche set league where you can move. It's very easy. You can create a player, but in FIFA it's a bit harder because you can't have that niche thing because there's 15,000 teams. Yeah. So it's a bit harder to, to create that streamlined story and that's why there's less micro... You're not going to the gym in FIFA. Yeah. Whereas so in 2K, you're actually lifting weights it's less to actual, get you better. Yeah, there's yeah. less grind in the career yeah. mode in FIFA. It's more just play game, play game. There's a little training simulator, but it's like dribble through some cones. 
Yeah. Kick a goal. Which kind of, I mean, it sounds like maybe it's not the same sort of, you don't get that gradual sort of increase. You don't see the, you don't get, you see your character getting better Better, necessarily as you do in NBA, but at the same time, it's a lot. You don't have to spend money to do that. It doesn't take as much time. You're getting faster. Ultimate team is the one that you have to spend money for. Like I say, I've got mates whose teams are already gold. It's a whole YouTube genre of people opening ultimate team packs. And I've, yeah, someone goes, oh, my mate packed Messi yesterday. And I'm like, how? I will spend $30 and I won't get anyone over 81 and he yep. just packs Messi. I'm like, it's not fair. But that's that's my little rant. That's gambling. Uh, that is gambling. Mm-hmm. Uh, Connor, Pokemon Unite? Uh, yeah, just dip, dip my toe into Pokemon Unite, which is the new f- or newish free uh, MOBA, like top-down sort of battler um, for the Switch. And I believe it's also out on mobile devices now. Uh, it's pretty fun. It's a definitely like a mobile game. Like it's very, you know, gives you a certain rotation of characters, which a lot of MOBAs do. Um but it's, it's entertaining enough. You know, the games are only about 10 minutes long. There's only one map at the moment, which is a little annoying. It does get a bit repetitive, and I've only been playing it for like two or three days. It's the same objectives every time. Um, basically, you know, killing the opponent's not the objective. You're racking up points by killing the opponent and also other little Pokemon that are lurking around, and then you just got to bank these points, and the winner at the end of like 10 minutes or whatever it is is the one with the most points. So it's not exactly about the combat. You can find other ways to succeed, which is good. Um, it's pretty... I know it plays pretty well. There's a good selection of Pokemon. All of them have reasonably different abilities. Um, I, some people are going super deep into this, so I'm sure there's a lot you can actually do it. But first impressions, yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah. I'll probably keep playing it. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I think that's, that's everything. Good free that... Switch game. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It's um, free. It's free. <laughs> uh, there is. I have heard some complaints that it can be pay to win. Like for yeah. the people who are putting in money, it does improve. Because I think you give your Pokemon held items like you do in the normal games that like improve their attack stats, defense stats or whatever. So I've heard some complaints about that. So we'll see if they address that. But I haven't noticed it too much. There's been a couple of rounds where you just feel like you die instantly. So I don't know if that has part to play in it, whatever. But yeah, I'd say give it a crack. I mean, there's no risk. It's free. Very good. Great. Cool. Uh, I think we're done for this week, guys. Uh, so. Everyone, where can you find you, Jack? Uh, Jack underscore Mason 22 on Twitter and Instagram and JackieBoys22. Don't just repeat myself. Um, Who knows? And on TikTok with 125 followers. And what other TikTok accounts should they follow, Jack? Uh, Screen Blend. Yes. Nice. Screen underscore Blend. And on TikTok, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah on all platforms. On all yeah. platforms. On everything. Um, I'm at CWJY McKenzie. Instagram yeah. and Twitter. And you can find me at Will Be Cuts. Next week we will break down and we'll review Squid Game and I think I'll try and get you guys to watch Marvel What If. Yeah. Also finish it off. So yeah. we can Because it's the finale. This tonight, tonight. it's yeah. just been released just then. Yeah. So right. Yeah, uh, definitely Squid Game. So let's ink that in. Busy Busy week. I've got to mm. sit down and watch some TV. What yeah. if we don't watch it? Uh, <laughs> uh, Thank uh, you, everybody, for I'm coming. <laughs> See you guys. Is there any other puns we can get in, boys, before I finish the show? Uh, 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 tentacle. Ah, uh, that's not. I don't know. One. That's not the best one. See you guys. Catch you, Connor. Okay.